Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Rainer's Radio. Diane Thomas, your host. We just want to take a couple minutes and think about our relationship with God. That He draws us to Him. God loves us. And not only draws us, but makes us able to receive. We don't have to measure up or talk him into loving us. It is his very nature that he is seeking place a people an environment where he can pour out his love. So he's looking for you. He's looking for a life, a room, a heart, a soul that he can pour himself into. Not even so that he can accomplish something Again, he doesn't need our help. But the very nature of his love is to give. So as he contains it, it is not his nature. His very nature is to pour out himself. So for you and I, what that means is that everything that's going on in our lives, every trial and tribulation and challenge and mystery and good things and bad things are all about making us able to receive, to be a place where God can pour out his love. Now, his love is not just about warm, fuzzy feelings. He is eternal life. His life, his love meets all our needs. Needs you don't even know you have. His love heals all our wounds. Wounds we don't even know we have. His love makes us whole and completes us in ways we don't even know we're separated, distinct from him. 
thankfully, we can just do those simple things and be available, give him our time and attention, and he does absolutely everything else. You don't have to try to convince him to meet your needs. He wants to. He hungers and thirsts for the opportunity to reveal himself to you. So why doesn't he just do that? Sometimes he does. But he also knows that we don't value what costs us nothing. Adam and Eve in the garden, they had all of their needs met. They were never wounded. They were never rejected. They were whole and complete and entire. They communed with God and each other and their environment. God was all in all. But they didn't value it. They couldn't. Because they had never been without his presence. You and I are 180 degrees from that. We have no idea what being one with him, one for ourselves, spirit, soul, and body, being one with him, in him, what that would be like. So it's hard for us to even pay attention Give that attention. Give that time. Especially when we're given so many options by those that are supposed to know better or our own soul or our enemies. There's that simplicity of devotion to Christ. Not to the Bible, not to our pastor or church or ourselves, our soul, our own needs, but to God. And as we give him our time and attention, he makes us able to receive him, to receive healing and wholeness, truth, Peace, joy, comfort, encouragement, whatever we need. We're not just focusing on what's going on in our lives today. But we know God has something tomorrow and the day after. And We don't know what happens after we leave this earth. 
just as we don't know what happened, what was going on before we got here. But we know that God will have us ready. Lord, I just ask that you stir up a new and a strong hunger and thirst for your people, in your people, for you, that they would be willing to turn aside from anything that distracts, from giving you the time and attention that is necessary to be made able to receive. Don't let us miss you, Lord. We know our spirit is already one with you. And we know our spirit has already agreed to everything that's going on in our lives. We have already said yes to everything. Do a quick work. Make yourself known to us. Give us a fresh desire to know you on your terms, fully and completely. We put aside our own understanding of how the soul works and what is spirit, what is spiritual. Lord, also stir up the gifts in our soul, our supernatural gifts. our supernatural solical senses that we may see things distinctly so that those things, those aspects that are meant to receive spirit would be able to to do so. Lord, that we turn not away from how you made us. that you stir us up, that you stir up our heart, our desire, our hearing, our vision to know you and not be satisfied for anything less. We thank you, Lord, because we know you can be trusted. So the Lord is making you able to receive because you can't make yourself able to receive. Only he can do this. It's his job. You can't change yourself, your soul. And and the more we, we try to help him, the more we interfere with what he's doing. Yet at the same time, when we look at how we spend our time and attention, our lifestyle, he brings to our awareness areas of our lives that he is working on so that we can be aware of the changes he's making. Not so that we can change ourselves, but so that we can be aware. Why is that important? As there are things in our 
soul, our temperament, our flesh, our trying, our control, our wounds. And those wounds are always about control and rejection and fear and pain. And we try to control our environment. And the more he reveals what that does to us, how that separates us, and how he wants to change us. And he shows us how he changes us, do for us. First, it makes us able to receive him in that area because we can see him doing it. And it gives us gratitude. It gives us appreciation. That not only God does God love us, but he is doing all the work. He is the one bringing us, making us able to receive everything that he wants for us. When we talk about his nature, we remember that our our understanding of spirit, we've got the, such a confusion between spiritual and supernatural and soulical. But we will be able to receive from him as he reveals himself. I can try to explain to you what my understanding and my perception of eternal life or God as a spirit or a myriad of things, but until you experience it, that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that gives us a way to be changed. Because it's not... When we talk about knowing him, it's not about from our head. It's not even about from our soul. But the term knowing God is about being one with him being changed, being birthed. This is why Jesus said, be born again. So when we talk about how we relate to him, it's very personal. It's not about we're on our own, we're not going to be able to understand who God is or what he's about. When God touches us, when he changes us and gives us life, nothing else matters. When we experience that life, Everything else pales in comparison. And 
what do we then do? We want more. What do we want from God? What do we want him to do for us? A lot of times when we start seeking him, a lot of times when we start dealing with, okay, God, what do I want, to, what do I want from you? What do I want from my relationship with you? A lot of times things get rough. Things get worse. Things about us are revealed that we don't like. Things about our past, our present, our future. We can even think of, in terms of things become more out of control. And that's okay. And that's the whole point being is that whether we feel in control or feel out of control, we are out of control because God's in control. God is in control. And whatever questions we have don't matter. Because we're not talking about knowing him through our doctrine or even our past, what he's done for us in the past or he's done for others. It's the change he is making in us now, receiving eternal life now. As he reveals himself, we want more. And so we, we let go of more. And so he reveals more. And we let go of more. And he brings more into us. He brings himself. He brings our spirit and soul closer together. He heals our soul and our body so that we become one. And all along, we're just focused on him. We've been talking about God revealing himself and his presence and how God has himself has taken responsibility for revealing himself. For God takes responsibility for our relationship with him. That God provides the teaching, the encouragement, the fellowship, the revelation, the strength, whatever we need in order to enter his rest. And that he makes his presence known. And he gives us a desire and a need to simply be with him. And we've talked about his omnipresence, that he is everywhere, that he created everything, absolutely, and everyone, absolutely, and exists eternally. That he created time and therefore is master over and controls time. But also that God manifests himself. He makes himself known to our senses. 
and this is done throughout history to whether you whatever you believe God makes himself known whether you're a Christian or non-Christian but for you and I if we've been born again gives us the privilege of knowing him personally. Now that personal awareness of his presence, of God himself being with you. Now he's already there. He's sitting right next to you right now. But your experience of that personal presence, your awareness is going to be unique from anyone else. And it's going to change over time. Now, though it is exciting and encouraging to experience a supernatural or natural manifestation of God, what he longs for is an intimacy that has been so fine-tuned that we don't need to have his presence or direction confirmed through those outward manifestations. In other words, we know him so intimately. He doesn't need to say anything. He doesn't need to point, go this way. He doesn't need to confirm. We just know because we're one with him. Now, since right now, since we are already spirit beings... We are in constant union with him now. So we are experiencing his personal presence now. A hundred percent in our spirit and various percentages in our soul and our body. As we pursue knowing him inwardly, receiving him, our confidence in recognizing his presence without an outward expression, again, will grow to where he will be able to guide and direct and commune with us one-on-one as deep speaks to deep, that we will not even have the thought, oh, God is speaking to me. (coughs) Or, I wonder what this means. We will know. He will give us whatever representation of himself. He will move and we will move with him. He will reveal and we will understand and it won't be a two-step thing it will be immediate and one the hidden things of God of the spirit of eternal life God has protected from the encroachments of this age We look back at what he has done at other times and other seasons and other ages and other lands. 
and we wonder why he's not doing those things in our time, in our lives, in our lands. Because he's protecting them for us. For our experiencing. Because that's what God wants. It's not just to understand and know about him, but to experience his personal presence. God is a person. He wants to be known as a person by name. So as we experience healing in our soul and in our body, our mind, will, and emotions and in our body, and as we learn to overcome our enemies, and this is, again, we're learning to walk as a spirit, as God changes us from within. We also need to adjust what we think it's like to know him. Many of us want to know him better so we can be in his will. We think that by being in his will, we'll won't get into any problems. It'll keep us from danger. Or we'll receive an anointing or a gift or some kind of a reward. Or we want to know him better because we think that then we'll be able to feel or perceive him more certainly, with more confidence. Which will in turn motivate us to do what we think he's called us to do. Or we think that getting closer to him will please him. Or that if we do our part, he is somehow obligated to meet our earthly needs, to provide healing or launch us into ministry that will be so valuable he'll have to use us. Kingdom of God is not built. It is not something that is leading to something else. The kingdom of God is entered. Experiencing the personal presence of God is entering the kingdom of God. Experiencing God is the goal. Experiencing the personal presence of God is the reward. It is the throne. It is the crown. It is the kingdom. Because experiencing God's personal presence, spirit, soul, and body, is where he reigns. He rules. He creates. He governs. He rejoices. He celebrates eternally. He gives. Even now that we're with him, we reign. We rule. 
we create, we govern, we celebrate, we give with him now. Again, experiencing God's personal presence as a whole being is your reward. Nothing higher, nothing more. There's no greater reward. There's no greater prize than to be one with God. Experiencing his personal presence now is eternal life. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again next week at the same time. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night. <laughs>